For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. And a very happy Thursday morning, everybody. Thursday, April 13, 2023. It's the Daily Cruise and Travel News Podcast. It is brought to you by the Snood Factory, www.thesnoodfactory.com. And we are not uh, subsidized by the federal government. We are not part of state-run media. I don't care what Elon Musk might say. He's never said that about us. I kid, because if you're not familiar with this story, it seems that Elon Musk, who bought Twitter, uh, said that NPR was state-run media, and uh, oh boy, the liberal left-wing wingnuts, when when they go crazy, it's a scene to be seen. Oh my, yeah. And they are now, uh, they're no longer on Twitter. You can't find NPR and uh, PBS on Twitter. Come on, give me a break. This thing with the Bud Light, everybody upset. Uh, China is circling Taiwan. The Russians are still killing the Ukrainians. The economy, I don't know where that is. I know what gas costs, 300 uh, $3.67, and we're worried about the, the Muppets and the Ela. Please, let's grow up. Oh, by the way, I put a bit of the Irish accent in there in honor of the president who escaped to Dublin. And by the way, I would escape to Dublin too, but it's not that time of the year. It's a bit misty there right now. Anyway, welcome to the program, the soon-to-be award-winning uh, currently revenue producing. I wrote that down so I'd get it right. Soon-to-be award-winning and revenue producing. Uh, Daily Cruise and Travel News Podcast, and we are producing revenues. Oh, baby. I did the math this morning. You probably shouldn't do that early in the morning. I received money from the podcast playground because of the advertising on this podcast, and I am grateful for the money they gave me because without them, I wouldn't be making a dime. They have a, an amazing uh, setup there where I have Peloton and Publix and people advertising on this program, and it fools everybody. They're like, oh, my God, he's doing great. Look at Peloton's advertising with them. I'm just part of 10 million people being av- uh, getting advertisements but I'm getting money, and that's, that's a first for me. In three years of being on the internet working for nada, I'm getting some money. But it worked out to me when I did the math, $25 a show. <laughs> the guys in the laundry room on Insignia makes more than, make more than me. But you know what? It's all about, look, you know the minimal wage thing? You know where people want to, they want to make $25 an hour, stand at, stand at McDonald's and do nothing. It doesn't work that way, okay? You have to start for $10 an hour, $12 an hour, $15 an hour. You want to make more, then you become the assistant manager. And then you wear your hat on straight and then eventually become the manager. You don't have to wear a hat. Okay. And that's how you make money. So this is 25 a show. I keep working hard. It's the American dream. And before you know, it'll be 30. (laughs) <laughs> or 50 or 100 or $200 a show. Three, the world is my onion. Onion, slice this. Uh, there's millions of people out there. It's my job to make this uh, podcast interesting, enjoyable, informative, annoying, uh, controversial. That's the key. You, you're not going to build it unless you piss people off. And I'm going to do my best to try to do that as much as I can. You're a moron! That's why I've added this little toy, this little thing called, it's called Stream Deck. I've had this for a while from previous shows and it's, and you load it with buttons. Well, no, the, the buttons are there, but you load the little called drops in the radio business, and you hit a button, and you can. The problem is, the Stream Deck was built for people that are 30 years old in radio. I can't see the damn buttons, so I have to be careful. You know what I mean? I, I know I, this is a. New, you're gonna hear this a lot. 
Oh, yeah, there you go. Anyway, welcome to the podcast. It's a very busy, busy, busy Thursday. And I also woke up this morning and said, I wonder where the hell I'm going May 1st. Uh, if you're not familiar with the podcast first time, this is going to be a lot about me and less about uh, information right now. We have to kind of restart it. I hit a reset button. Uh, on April 28th or 29th, I'm flying to Mumbai, India. Mumbai, India, to join the Oceania Insignia. It's a very unusual trip because I'm not joining to perform yet. I will start performing on the Oceania Insignia May 18th. I'm a very famous stand-up comedian. Ask me, I'll tell you, uh, as Don Rickles would say. But for 17 days, I will be a guest on the world cruise on Oceania Insignia. A very weird thing. Weird because I'm on the ship and I'm not getting paid. I'm not used to that. It'd be a lot of fun. There's uh, 380 people that have been there for... Uh, by the time I get there, they would have been there for four months already. They've been there for 120 days. They'll be a happy group. And then there'll be a bunch of other people coming on. Uh, and it'll be a lot of fun. But where was I? I don't know where I'm going. I don't pay attention to it. So I looked this morning. And when I get on the ship in Mumbai, India, I'm only there uh, to get on. We're leaving. And the next day, we're in Sri Lanka. If you're not familiar with Sri Lanka, it's, a, uh, it's a very much like India, but probably not as chaotic. It's also where the uh, Arab get all their uh, workers. Everybody that works in Dubai is from Sri Lanka. They go get them there. I don't know if they grow them there. They harvest them. I'm not sure. Um, and then we're moving on. Uh, we're scheduled for Miramar. This is probably inside information. There is an outside chance, an inside chance, a sideways chance. We're not going to go there. I'm happy to hear that because there are all kinds of protests going on in Miramar. Americans are crazy. Americans especially think because they were issued a passport from the United States of America and issued out of Washington, D.C., that hellhole, that they think they're safe anywhere they go that doesn't work that way and i've been to miramar uh, we're gonna spend three days in miramar we could spend a, an hour there and it would still be three days as henny everyone will tell you so we might not make it then we're going on to uh, malaysia and um, and brunei and vietnam and i enjoy vietnam very much i really do um but then we're going to, to taiwan and at the moment the taiwan is surrounded by the chinese navy so I hope by June when we get there, they've made up their mind. Either invade it or don't invade it. Do what you want. And all, you know, all those things. Yeah. We're getting nervous. And I shouldn't make fun of this. Because the Taiwanese people are there sitting on it. Going, what the hell is going on? Is there anybody going to help us? Not the French. The French are like, that's your problem, baby. Uh, you don't even get me started. This podcast is not about politics. But boy, travel, cruising travel involves politics traveling involves politics because you're going to places and you wonder what the hell is going on because we're supposed to protect we the u.s has pr always promised to protect taiwan and now the french after meeting with the chinese for three days and bending over macron comes back we oui, we oui. <laughs> not our problem uh because it's, you know what the next time those guys need help we should tell them to grab the croissant and take care of themselves i mean Letting go, who'd we let in a NATO? Oh, shut up. That's politics. Be quiet. Just shut up, by the way. Yes. If you're a first time listener, when you hear that sound, that's my producer. My duck. My producer's a duck. This is the kind of show you're listening to, okay? My producer is a duck, and whenever the duck goes like this, it, I'm supposed to sh shut up. Now, someone sent me an email and said, Is that what your wife sounds like when you. Now, how wrong is that to say that? Everybody that listens knows my wife's voice. It doesn't sound like this, does it? Maybe it does. I don't really know. Anyway, after Taiwan, if we make it um, back to Thailand, and Bangkok's always a lot of fun. We usually end up there election year when there's tanks in the street. That's enjoyable. And then from there, uh, we head to Japan, a lot of ports in Japan, and then all the way across whatever bay of water it is to Kodiak, Alaska. 
And, and I have a story about Alaska today. A busy podcast. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Mailback Saturday. Mailback Saturday. I got an email this morning from Judy. I liked it. Here's the thing. I have an email address. It's the Drake Podcast. Of course it is. The Drake Podcast at gmail.com. The Drake Podcast at gmail.com. If you have something you want to get off your chest, send it to me. On Saturday, we'll cover it. Mailback Saturday. I'll talk about what you want to talk about, uh, as, as opposed to what I do now, which is, I have no idea, really. I got a duck and a pile of crap, and that's what I do here. Uh, what are we talking about today? Oh, of course, sustainability. Come on, we saved the planet. I had I got a text from my, somebody I had, had not heard from in a long time. Do I know who MSC is? Do I know? I'm the guru. The hell are you talking about? And then I got a call from one of my closest friends. We're thinking about going on a cruise, maybe a three-day cruise or something. Can you recommend something? I'm the guru. Of course I can. So I know what I'm talking about. Well, something like that. So just as much as Adam Schiff does. Anyway, a little bit about MSC. They're, they're huge, and they're getting huger, as we would say down south. Uh, also, <laughs> it's funny. Here's a, a nice story here. You know, uh, Alaska's complaining there are too many ships. So how does the industry respond? We're going to send more ships. Screw you. St. Martin. Oh, my God. 20,000 people in St. Martin on, uh, yesterday. 20,000 people. Oh, boy. Well, that's too much. Made my friend Ash at Majesty Jewelers happy, though. Um, uh, TripAdvisor. And then also, Ed just sent me this very early this morning. Just got this story. It's in a place called, on a, a website called The Points Guy. The Points Guy was is brilliant. He discovered the power of the internet for making money long before any of us did. And the, the Points Guy reviews everything. They review your underwear as long as they can sell something with it. Because that's affiliate marketing. Everything on their page when you read a story is loaded with advertisers who pay The Points Guy if you click on their ad. And they pay The Points Guy if you buy a, something. They pay The Points Guy if you get a credit card. And they make a lot of money reviewing everything and anything. And uh, they have a story today about the fact that uh, KLM and Air France are now charging business class guest to pick their seat. Now, personally, if you're paying $5,000, $10,000 one way, you can pick anything you want. You can pick your ear for all I care. Just look the other way while you do it. So we're going to cover that too. So, All right, well, let's get going because my little toy here will roll the music. Ba -da, ba -da. I like that music, don't you? Yes, yes. Certainly in WC Fields. See, uh, previously to this, I would have to put the music in post-production. Now I can actually play the music and I can annoy you by talking over it, maybe singing along or doing something else stupid. All right, this is a story in the points guy from my friend Ed. Thank you, Ed. And it begins, the story begins with a, a journalist. They're not journalists over there. They're just like I am. They're, you know, they're masquerading as journalists, you know, very much like NPR and PBS. Uh, oh, stop that, Tom. Just stop. You know what I got now? Listen to this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> people right now, it's like 8 in the morning. They, they get up. People get up to listen to this. They're listening to this. Uh, this is the last day, honey. We agreed it's the last day. We're not doing it. Maybe we'll click on so that we hear the ad and Drake can make a couple of dollars. And once in a while, we'll listen to it so we have one story. So when we run into him on a ship, we can go, oh, we were listening to that podcast. Oh, that was amazing when you said that. That's it. That's what I'd be doing anyway. Just kind of cover it up. I, we do that sometimes when there's a really bad act on a ship. And you're with another entertainer. It never happens on Oceana because there's really only two acts on Oceana. But sometimes on Princess, there'll be six acts on board. And, uh, you know, the guy's on stage and we go to see the act. And it's horrendous. So we sit around going, All right, what are we going to say? We have to say something. We can't say negative. So we have to pull something out of the act. Hey, that was amazing. 
So pretend that we were there because once we see it, we leave. So we have to come up. Once in a while, the act knows it. And they go, hey, did you see this at the end? Oh, yeah, that was amazing. I didn't do that. And you get caught. Uh, here's the story. The proliferation, I can't even say this word. The pro proliferation of fees has been one of the most annoying changes over the past decade in the world of travel. I am absolutely in agreement with that. I just wouldn't have used the word prophylactic or prophyl proliferation. <laughs> Make it easy. It's the first sentence in, in an article. Make it something easy. The charging of fees, the adding of fees, uh, the including of fees, the additional fees, but not proliferation. You quit already. Because you know what you realize? This guy, this guy or girl is going to write some big word thing like when you had an essay in school. And you had to fill it in. So you put all these synonyms and other M's in there, something like that. Uh, one of the most egregious fees, you see? We went from pro proliferation to egregious. You read that and you go, I'm, I'm not going to read an article written by somebody that wants to impress me with their vocabulary. Uh, crappy fees. One of the most. One of no. One of the most uh, ridiculous fees. Uh, obscene fees. Uh, uh, annoying fees. Uh, I'm, I'm just naming things involving previous marriages. Um, where uh, we see nowadays is for airline seat assignments. I agree. You know, there's no doubt about it. You have to pay extra. Jet Blue. I mean, Jet. Well, Jet Blue. It's the, the seat things. You know, f you, you're really not paying for the seat. You're paying for two inches, four inches. And no, I'm not doing those kind of jokes this morning. Okay, I, you know, I have that. I'm not doing it. I'm not going to that level. According to this article by whoever wrote this from Harvard, Air France and KLM joint partners. <laughs> Stop it. I'm in a good mood today. Because if you ever had anybody partnered up anyway. Uh, and they are, by the way, they're partially owned by Delta Airlines. No shock there. Uh, now charging customers for advanced seat assignments in business class. These, these, this is right. They, they, you could pay almost $10,000 for one way. I know I looked at uh, one way Delta One from uh, Atlanta to Johannesburg for the cruise director on uh, the best in the business. It was $5,700 one way. One day. I won't tell you what Oceana pays re reimburses for that trip, but it was a big difference. So uh, uh, the wife flew Delta Premium Select, which was still over two thousand, way over two thousand dollars for a basic uh, domestic first class seat. But there was a few more inches of recline, uh, and you've ever had your inches reclined. Point being, this is ballsy. This is the only way to describe this. You're charging somebody ten grand. Here's Here's the thing. Here's what the guru thinks. I think if you're spending that kind of money, that 80 bucks is going to aggravate the hell out of you. So you'll spend even more. I mean, let's say Air France, Air France, Delta, KLM. Let's say they won, well, $5,200 one way to come from Amsterdam to uh, Atlanta, right? $5,200. Then you find another airline. There are others that fly from Amsterdam. JetBlue. JetBlue is going to fly on their little baby airplanes, right? The little H331LR things. And you find out even, let's say JetBlue wants $5,500, right? $300 more. But you're going to fly in mint and you don't have to pay extra for the seat. I know what I'm going to do. I'm, I'm, I'm obnoxious. I'm going to go on JetBlue. That's the only way to send a message. The hell with you. That's ridiculous. Does anybody here? Hello. I'm leaning into the mic now like I'm pretending to care 
that's terrible to say. See, my, my mouth is ahead of my brain this morning and, and other parts. Uh, TripAdvisor. I get emails from TripAdvisor every time I take a trip. We heard you're on a trip. You want to tell us about the trip? No, I don't want to tell you. I don't get paid by you to tell you about anything. I have a $25 a show program here. That's where I waste my time. Eh, see, that's wrong. I'm not wasting my time. I genuinely, well, a little bit. Anyway, TripAdvisor put out their transparency research report. I'm not kidding. The transparency research report was put out yesterday. And it seems that last year, more than 1.3 million. See, this drives me nuts, too. Why is it always nearly or more than? Why isn't it what it is? Why doesn't anybody put in there it was 1.3 million? Okay, it was 1,332,000. Why does it have to be more than 1.3 or less than? It was nearly 1.3. Why the hell can't it be what it is? Because nobody tells the truth anymore. Let's be honest. I'm the only person here, the guru of the seas, tells the truth. Uh, last year, 1.3 million people put uh, sent in fake reviews. Fake reviews. Now, I, I initially, I thought, who the hell wants to do Why take the time to do this? I realized they're probably not negative reviews. See, because I have to think for a while. I think what happens is that this is somebody's cousin, and they open a pizza parlor, or the, you know they have a resort somewhere, or they work for Delta, and they they say to their family, "Do me a favor, Delta's getting hammered for this, or KLM's getting hammered for this. Do me a favor, can you go on TripAdvisor and tell them you you flew Delta and you went to some resort, and it's all fake, because you're trying to deceive people, and that's just that that's going to keep me awake tonight. I'm going to just lay awake wondering about this. Here's the scary part. 1.3 million, more than, I should say, 1.3 million, were fake. But according to the company, they pre they prevented 72% from making it. So why would you put this out? I think it's to warn people, I guess, to tell people, look, uh, we're going to get you. We're going to catch you. So, so don't bother doing it because 72% didn't make it to the platform, but 1.3 million uh, did. Uh, one a million over a million reviews on TripAdvisor are full of trip. So how about that, huh? The company on Tuesday released its review transparency report, um, and uh, in addition to fraudulent reviews, TripAdvisor removed twenty four thousand five hundred and twenty five reviews associated with paid review companies. This happened with Royal Caribbean a few years back in a similar fashion. Royal Caribbean was uh, was going on to these uh, cruise critic and finding their people that love Royal Caribbean and then offering them good deals to come on and cruise more Royal Caribbean. They were getting paid, backdoor deals, and they got caught. It looked like hell. I mean, you can't do this. I mean, if you love Royal Caribbean, you love Royal Caribbean, but when they call you up and go, hi, this is the regional sales manager for Royal Caribbean. You're one of uh, two that really enjoyed that cruise. Well, we'd like to send you on another one as long as you agree to say nice things about us. You got to earn that stuff. I mean, I wouldn't want anybody to say nice things about this podcast uh, if they didn't mean it. Okay, that's a lie. I would take anything I can. Uh, in addition, uh, TripAdvisor said the number of views left on the site were up 20%. Yeah, because they annoy you. They keep sending me emails. Uh, you know, one more review. And I admit, I did write a couple of reviews. You know this story with the guru. I only write reviews... Uh, good reviews. I don't. I don't write bad reviews. I want you to have as much pain as I did. But if it's good, I want you to have good. So I'm looking at the time here. You know, information you don't really need. But this uh, a podcast was always recorded in uh, two sections: the opening 
and then the, the the pile the pile because I put the music in, in in post and now I do it all at one. So yesterday when I was at 21 minutes, I thought I was at 25 minutes, but I was really only at 21 minutes because I'm running this uh, what they call live to tape, just the way the Tonight Show for years under Johnny Carson was done, live to tape. Any blemishes, any mistakes, any screw ups, I'm not taking them out. We're live to tape, and you're going. Can you just move on. All right. Carnival. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Oh, hold on. See, this is already ha what happened already. I'm not I'm not retaping. I'm not retaping. I got to fix something. Don't go anywhere. I have music One, now. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I believe it's not too late. Together we can change the world. Everybody. <laughs> He's lost it. Uh, that is a group of school children being indoctrinated about the fact that the planet is going to explode on Tuesday. So I guess their teacher wrote a song that, you know, one, two, three, seven, they get, they're getting to do their numbers. So hold on a minute. Hold on. Let's do it one more time. Because I defy you uh, to email me and tell me this song will not stick in your head for the rest of the days. A little guitar. It sounds like the first time they had Catholic folk mass. Right? Remember Catholic folk mass? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, yeah. eight. I believe it's not too late. Yeah. Together we can change the world. <laughs> yes, we can. Together we can change the world. Carnival Corporation, the world's largest cruise operator, released its annual sustainability report. And they're not talking about their finances either. They're talking about uh, the environment. Uh, uh, they re uh, released the report showcasing the company's efforts to achieve to, to achieve its goals for 2030 and 2050. I'm not playing that song again. One, two, three, five, five, six, seven, eight. It's a catchy tune, whoever wrote it. And I do like the guitar in the beginning. It does feel like a Catholic folk mess. In Carnival Corporation's annual sustainability report called, it's called, it's got to be called something, Sustainability from Ship to Shore. And they talk about all of their uh, greater aspirations. <laughs> yeah, their balance sheets, Aspirating, I think. Somebody intimate that thing, would you? They're down. I bought Carnival at 11 going, how much lower can it go? How about $9.25 a share? Do not come on this program for anybody from Jersey. Who's that bonehead on uh, CNBC? Uh, Kramer from Summit, Short Hills, New Jersey. He lives in a multi-million dollar mansion and gives everybody bad advice. Carnival achieved, oh, Carnival achieved last year uh, 50%... Single-use plastic item reduction, meaning, you know, the paper straws. That's that, you know. Also, a 30% food waste, they just served less. Sorry, we stopped this whole little bit. Thank you very much. Anyway, congratulations. Josh Weinstein, he's the boss now over there at Carnival Corporation, said, as the global leader in the cruise industry, we are setting the pace. I'm out of breath myself. With the industry's smartest solutions for sustainable cruising that will help deliver on our aggressive roadmap to reduce our carbon impact, maximum our, maximize our use of resources, and further enhance our operations to be even more efficient by... Two wow. Wow and wow. I mean, seriously. It, you know, you can find this yourself. I think it's in Cruise Hive. Um, and you can read all about it. In all seriousness, they are... Uh, spending a lot of time to try to straighten out the world. And in all seriousness, I have no idea, really, without doing my own homework, whether or not it matters. Uh, George Carlin has a wonderful piece about the fact that this world has been here for a long time, and unfortunately it seems like it's going to explode on, uh, on our watch. 
Well, we'll see what happens. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Just know if you sell. Now, that's Carnival Corporation. That's Carnival Princess, Holland America, Costa, Seaborn. Who's left? They got a couple others in there. They're all working on, and it is much better than it used to be. I look up at the stacks now, and I don't see as much toxic uh, fumes coming out of there. All right, I don't have time to get to anything else because we're at uh, uh, 23 minutes today. I'll do these stories tomorrow. These are evergreen stories. They really are. There's nothing earth-shattering or groundbreaking other than the fact that, you know, that I rolled out this uh, this new toy that I plan to use every day. you got to be kidding. Yep, every day I'm going to use it. Thank you very much. And I'm going to add more as we go on. This is my new favorite one. I like this one very much. This is something that you hear if you're in someone's kitchen right now all over the world because people in everywhere in England and Australia and New Zealand uh, and in Jersey they listen to this track and you hear this yeah get him the hell out of here will you please <laughs> you love that yeah get him the hell out of here will you please that is so that is all you need to know about people from New York don't don't forget who is saying it just put politics aside that's just a classic drop yeah get him the hell out of here get him the hell out of here would you speaking of I gotta get out of here I wasted 20, almost 24 minutes a year morning with this stuff like that. So uh, is there anything else? Maybe I had this one. I didn't use this one. That's what we need. Uh, uh-oh, I got to go. We're coming out of here. And All right, here's another one. I've totally lost it. This is one of my new favorites I've added to because our, our esteemed president, he's in Dublin right now taking questions from 10-year-olds, and he doesn't know what they're asking. And this is... this. I lose it. If you want to check my shape on, let's do push-ups let's, together. Let's do push-ups. Let's do whatever you want to do. Yeah, let's get together tomorrow and let's do push-ups. I got to get out of here. You have a great Thursday. I'm, I promise I'm going to be more normal in the morning. And don't forget... Mail a mailback Saturday, the Drake podcast at Gmail. Yeah, send me some stuff. And, you know, I've got great stuff to talk about already, but I could always use more. And have a great Thursday and stay out of trouble, will you? I can't seem to stay out of trouble, so you try to stay out of trouble. Ah, right. oh, gee, shut up, Doc, would you? God. All right.